We have to teach ourselves and reparent ourselves to learn that. Ah, even if I cannot see him, even if at times I cannot feel him, he is always there, and his love is always there. And I can move through life confidently, knowing that I have a heavenly Father who is in control of all things, and He has my back. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments. And that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author Sally Lloyd Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. Today we're talking about faith. Mental health and home decor. What do they have to do with each other? Our guest today believes they are more related than we might think, and she's in good company because here's what C.S. Lewis wrote in *Mere Christianity*: Imagine yourself as a living house. God comes in to rebuild that house. At first, perhaps you can understand what He's doing. He's getting the drains right and stopping the leaks in the roof, and so on. You knew that those jobs needed doing, and so you're not surprised. But presently, he starts knocking the house about in a way that hurts abominably and does not seem to make any sense. What on earth is he up to? The explanation is that he's building quite a different house from the one you thought of, throwing out a new wing here, putting on an extra floor there, running up towers, making courtyards. You thought you were being made into a decent little cottage. But he is building a palace. He intends to come and live in it himself. One of the most dynamic content creators in the online lifestyle space, Anne Lin is the creator of a video devotional series called *The Abundant Life*, and her new book *Forever Home* tells her story of how God moved her beyond brokenness to a place of beauty and safety and strength and love. On her YouTube page, she writes, "Welcome to my cozy corner of the internet, where I share my reflections on faith, mental health, and all things that will help you flourish." Elsewhere, she says, "My audience is those who have been traumatized in some way, and are just trying to find their way back to God." How beautiful! Anne Lynn grew up in the throes of chaos and trauma, but it would take years before she realized the full depth of what she'd faced. And yet, it was through the trauma of her own early life, and bravely working through her suffering in therapy, that she discovered a door opening to healing—a door opened by God, a door which she now works to open for others, encouraging others to find healing through creating beautiful and peaceful spaces in their homes, and in their hearts as well. I'm sure you're going to be as moved as I was hearing her share so vulnerably. Her passion is to help each of us live an abundant life, free from the pain that has been holding us back. Her call to each of us is to experience the abundant life that God has designed, just for you. What a beautiful mission! I can't wait for you to hear from her. So, without further ado, please welcome my friend and now yours, Anne Lin. 
Hi, my name is Anne. I am a social media influencer in the home decor niche, and I also create devotional videos for my audience on YouTube. In Vietnam, where I was born, I had already had some measure of trauma being introduced to me as early as like three years old. And it's crazy because I've had just very clear flashbacks of being three and being introduced to topics such as death, you know, like something really traumatic for a toddler to take in. And so I've had snippets of these really inappropriate introductions to mature topics early on, but then I wasn't able to really make sense of it or understand it as being inappropriate until much later. And all throughout my childhood, it's constant moving from either one country to the other or from one house to another. And that in itself has, I'm sure, created some level of trauma for a child. So I really don't know how to <laughs> detail my life before a trauma happened because it's just so prevalent and it's so pervasive. I had my first therapy session at age, I believe, 22 or 23, much later on. And it totally opened my eyes to the playback of my life. And I learned how to make sense of things that should have happened and things that should not have. I think it took me a long time to be vulnerable with my therapist because I didn't even feel safe in my own body. I didn't know how to trust myself. And so every feeling that I would verbalize, I would follow up with, is this right? Or does this make sense? I was so unsure of myself. And so after about like a month and a half to two months of just seeing her weekly, I remember my therapist sitting back and saying, you know, the goal for us at the end of our sessions should be for you to know how to self-validate. And I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> I didn't even know what self-validation meant. I just kind of nodded my head and went along. For me, the transformation had to happen on a physical level before it could fully take form internally. And what I meant by that was I physically had to remove myself from the stressors in my life, whether it was my mother or the previous church I was at or, you know, the previous relationship I was in. I physically had to be distanced from it in order for my body to calm down and self-regulate and feel safe enough to think more abstractly about how to have that internal transformation. So once I was in a place where I felt settled and ready for that internal change, that was when I was at my most creative. I felt like the frontal lobe really was activated and ready to create and ready to think abstract and think about purpose and all of that. I remember the first time I dabbled in home decor was when I moved out for the first time. I made $900 a month and I spent half of that paycheck, $450 to $500, to just decorate this tiny studio that we had and I DIY'd our coffee table out of like crates and I just used as many like throwaway things as I could to make furniture and decor out of it. And it just made the place feel more like home. It just gave it that lived in cozy feeling that I love. And then when it really made a difference for me was when I had to move back to my mom's house briefly in that same bedroom that I grew up in where so many fights happened and so many 
unpleasant memories occurred, I decided to redo that whole bedroom to just even cover every square inch of the walls with wallpaper. I didn't want to see even a speck of what the old room used to be like. And in the end, I had this gorgeous like cactus explosion of a space. Um, and it just made me so happy that I was able to recreate coziness in a space that once made me feel so anxious and unsafe. So that was kind of the beginning of me being a little more serious with this hobby. But it wasn't until I moved out again, once I found a full-time job, that I had my own space and I spent one full paycheck to turn that one space into just this um, industrial loft type of look. And it went viral on Instagram and that's what kind of catapulted me to doing this full time. Truly, the bulk of my work is bridging Jesus with home stuff. So home decor, interior design, things like that. So. I went through a whole journey of figuring out how to do that in an authentic way because faith and mental health and home decor are such different and specific niches. So it wasn't until I moved like twice after that into this high rise in downtown by myself as a bachelorette that I had this very clear vision of creating a lush garden in a desolate place like a metropolis so i had that clear vision that i felt like god really put on my heart and i saw to it that it would you know happen by selling my car and trying to make it happen and sure enough it allowed me to break into youtube by telling stories and analogies of how God is the water and we are the planters, things like that, using biblical analogies in my home videos that I was able to bridge all of the niches together. Before you take a step forward in any niche, in any creative endeavor, really bring your truest desires to the Lord and let him know, you know, that you don't know what you want, but all you know is that you want him to lead your next step. And I guarantee you, he will. He is so willing to give you that next step. He might not give you the full staircase, but he will show you the lamp to your feet to that next step. And when you follow it, slowly the picture will become clearer and the formless creative desire that you have will start to take form. I truly wouldn't even be here if it weren't for his relentless love for me. And I say that without an ounce of hyperbole because there were countless moments where I was in a really dark place, countless moments. And I could not pull myself out of it. If I didn't have the Holy Spirit with me, I see God's love being so powerful, even more so than the plans of the enemy. And I see that when his followers are able to turn their struggles into something glorious, something God glorifying at the end of it all. And I see it through testimonies of people overcoming their addictions through the work of the Holy Spirit and through their godly communities. You know, I see these breakthroughs in the midst of the darkness, and it really shows me that just as much as the enemy is 
you know, active and working out there, God is even more so working in his people. And everything that we've seen so far has honestly not been a surprise if we read the scriptures. It really does kind of prepare us for the type of challenges that we'll have in this world. It never promised an easy life. So once we really accept what we see in the scriptures, we'll start seeing it reflected in real life. And that should honestly build our faith, not destroy it. This is a passage from the Jesus Storybook Bible called A Dream of Heaven, where John sees into the future from Revelation chapter 1, chapter 5, chapter 21, and 22. I am the beginning, Jesus said, and the ending. One day, John knew, heaven would come down and mend God's broken world and make it our true, perfect home once again. And he knew, in some mysterious way that would be hard to explain, that everything was going to be more wonderful for once, having been so sad. And he knew then that the ending of the story was going to be so great, it would make all the sadness and tears and everything seem like just a shadow that is chased away by the morning sun. I'm on my way, said Jesus. I'll be there soon. John came to the end of his book, but he didn't write the end because, of course, that's how stories finish. And this one's not over yet. So instead, he wrote, Come quickly, Jesus, which perhaps is really just another way of saying to be continued. I think this is such a beautiful summary of Revelation and what John went through on that island while he was exiled. I think it's beautiful that when Jesus said, I'm on my way, I'll be there soon. It reminds me of like the prodigal son of when he came back and his father just ran to meet him halfway with his arms wide open. And that's just kind of the feeling that I envision we would have as Christians when we see Jesus face to face is that really glad fatherly figure who's welcoming us with open arms. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com and follow her on Instagram at sallylloydjones and at Jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Oh, hello, it's me again, Sally. I'm just popping back briefly to say two things. The first thing is, don't forget to subscribe to the show because that way you'll get the stories straight to your phone. And the other thing is, while we're at it, would you rate the show and leave us a review? That would be so great because it helps other people find the show too. I really appreciate your help. Thank you.